0: Good evening, Cole Lennon. Mrs. Misrepresent. I'm so gassed about this first tune. <laughs> This is a sub focus promo. This is exclusive.
1: It's from Virgin EMI. we got to today. it <laughs> today ek 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 No time for mistake, no time for error So focus make the things so mellow So make the rhythm run and we can do the acapella Select a boy, they can like a chopper. chop up Boy, you run fast, damn bold, they can suffer Play to spin, panic, they like a washer. We ready for the massive, let me kill him with the lingua <laughs> Let me kill them with the lingua Let me kill them with the, 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 the lingua
0: So, as normal, we kickstart the show with my top 10, and this one's very special. Sub focus is starting
1: 2017 up with this.
0: Featuring Stylo (laughs)
1: G. we ready for the muscle, let me kill them with the lingua.
0: Number two for me this week. This is Spy Chase and this is Inside Info Viper Recordings. by Ram Records this is out this week and it's Calixon TV TB MC Astro and don't a heavy and the Kaleidoscope I'm a bit tongue-tied tonight We've got a full-packed show for you tonight though Big shouts out to Michael Sweeney also Andy S Funky flirty man At number seven for me this week, this is uh, Daisy and KJR. This is a KJR VIP. This is actually up for a free download, so head over to Roughnetting. Check out my friends over there. This is a wicked tune. next is a dispatch promo it's by a producer called crook and it's called the moment hopefully going to be doing an interview with crook soon but today i um, coming up at 10 to 8 today we're going to have some interviews and some previews and exclusives. also got Deuce and Chargers, Desert Island Dub. <laughs> as well from Scumfort this tune coming in is Douchey this track's called Kush it's forthcoming on Radius recordings I'm terrible I can't remember yeah it's Radius it's Hazard's label and this is Douchey and she's a female producer she's really good Coming in March, and that's gonna be on Flex Recordings. In at number nine for me this week. Love the bass line. My top ten for this week. Fish track is gonna be coming out on my label on March the 27th. Slides note recordings, this is Raid Feel For You. short circuit records a spell not called Shadra I think that's how you say it and it's called Shake the Floor This one's drama. It's called positive vibes.
2: Positive
0: yeah. vibes. Shouts out to Smiley, big up. We're bopping here. If you just tuned in, this is called London, and I'm in represent gonna take you through till nine o'clock. We've got some interviews coming up. <laughs> This one's of chronic, it's unlimited bass. Deeper today. Again, this is forthcoming on dispatch. This is Crook. Bad faith. Kick and trip chop Has out uh, on Twitter. She again forthcoming on radio. Good evening to Shippo. Good evening, everyone who's locked on this is Cool London. Shouts out to everyone who's in the chat room. We're just getting over quite a bad cold at the moment, actually. Yo, hook my mic up,
3: please. Make make a come out so
0: Sending this tune back out to Andy S This is Opius again And this track's called Ghost Rider It's forthcoming in March contrast this is a jungle remix of shotgun mouthwash it's a lot slower tempo than normal one from High Contrast I think I prefer his last release but that's still good I see the uh, Amons being there so I make it approximately uh, 20 no <laughs> quarter to nearly quarter two. so uh, around about 10-2 we're going to start playing our features All the joys of being live. So shouts out to Kazan who's uh, texting, tweeting, just joined us in the chat room. Also out to badges. Also Shippo Smiley in Tough Times. This chat's called Jump At. And it's called It Goes Like. Kinda want to finish it off though, like it goes like this.
1: We crave things, tackling the nights like wild fights in cage rings. Let the game ring till we win them game wins. Champagne and spilling all champagne things. Off the tooth back in the day it was the same thing. Box on blast when I used to let my tape bang. the hex like wild fights and cage wings Let the game ring till we win them game wins Championing, spilling off champagne things Off the two back in the day it was the same when I, when thing? I, box my box on glass when I used to let my tape bang, 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 bang.
0: So I stumbled across some audio this week by Dirty Dubsters and they do podcasts and they were having a chat with David Boomer. So I hit them up and asked them if I could play 30 minutes of this audio chat. It's really interesting and in-depth chat with David Boomer. Make sure you check them out on facebook.com forward slash ranks. And then you've got facebook.com forward slash Dirty Dubsters music and twitter.com forward slash Dirty Dubsters.
1: Well, this is Peppery, the real and steppery, and you are listening to Dirty Dogcast with ranks Let them know! Oh.
4: Yo, yo, like Ranks, champion lover.
1: Dirty
3: Dubcast!
5: Check one, two. Yes, we're live. ranks back in your area for Dirty Dubcast 8 with David Boomer today. Really, really enjoyed this one. We are working on some some music, so we've been in the studio over the summer and just in a cold January night, and he came all the way over the other side of town to record uh, the podcast, which, you know, shows that this guy, even while now currently not putting all his energies into music he's still very passionate about it and still focused and he's a grafter he's which you'll learn in the, in, in the course of the chat um i loved it man he didn't have any airs or graces he was just here to be honest and to be upfront and say what he enjoyed about music what he enjoys about music what he expected from it and maybe where he he thought some things may have fallen short of the mark some 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 things have led him into a new path which is uh, which is uh, teaching and, and education and stuff like that so you'll hear all about that, you'll hear about his times rolling around town with uh, UK Apache while he was working with Shy FX and recording classics like uh, Original Night and, and stuff like that so just a, a, an interesting time he came up in and you know he was at the fore of, of some, some of the early jungle stuff while he was a reggae and dancehall artist uh, having learnt mm-hmm the ways of the sound system over in jamaica but yeah just a a bang up dude no bullshit straight talk um i'd probably put him in a few sticky situations unknowingly just by asking him questions i felt like i needed to ask but i didn't know i didn't know i was doing that but uh, you know he didn't he didn't shy away from anything he he answered everything and and he was honest and hopeful and just a sound dude so i hope you enjoy this one as much as i did this is david boomer 30 dubcast 8 ghost vocalist. Enjoy. David Boomer.
4: Hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How are you getting on? Yes, better Ranks. Um, I'm here alive and well, um, giving thanks and praise.
5: Yeah, thanks for coming by. Um, we had some unfinished business to do with a track that we're, we're finishing and polishing up, and I thought it'd be a good idea to to get the, the Boomer story recorded as, <laughs> as as you're in the area. So, What we normally do is talk about the early days before you were David Boomer. I take it you're not christened. uh, No, I'm not. I'm
4: not christened (laughs) David Boomer. No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Born in Jamaica. Born in England. Born in Birmingham.
5: Oh, I thought you were born in Jamaica. A lot of
4: people think I'm born in Jamaica. I I I I was born in Birmingham, and when I was nine years old, I was um, sent to Jamaica to live with my grandmother. Okay, so
5: you definitely lived there, right? I lived there for Uh, ten years. Okay, wow. So from nine to
4: 19? That's right. Jesus. Yeah. Very, very crucial and integral years of any man's life. Yeah. Nine to 19. And you were living with your grand My grandmother and my grandfather and all my uncles and aunts.
5: And how was that for for teenage years spent in in, in a tropical
4: island? (laughs) Is it tough living or is it? It it, it is tough. I mean, if you imagine you're a nine-year-old child that's born in Birmingham with a very, very gentle mum. Um, who's very loving and caring and then you're sent to Jamaica um, and you're then with your grandparents who are very, very strict, uh, very, you know, they're very harsh and you're growing up on a farm. You're not used to growing up on a farm. It was a very tough, life-changing thing Yeah, for me. Okay. But dealt with it.
5: And and, and, and it, it helped form you, it helped forge you?
4: A hundred percent. I mean, some everyone's different. Like some people probably would have broken in the scenario that I was in. It didn't break me. It just made me a stronger person. It just made me determined and, and it strengthened me as an individual to deal with whatever life can throw at me. Yeah. Um, so I don't regret, even though it was a very harsh upbringing, a very strict upbringing with lots of beatings and stuff like that. Yeah.
5: Nothing um, wrong with that. There should be probably more of that today. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? I mean,
4: yeah, I mean it, it, it didn't kill me. I yeah. mean, I didn't think it was necessary, Yeah, but it didn't kill me. And it's, you know, I'm very I think I'm a very disciplined person. I think
5: the world's getting softer by the, by the month, though. You know, you, you, well, well, you, we'll talk about your current position now. I'm sure you're feeling, yeah, you know. Yeah,
4: yeah. There, there is a lack of discipline and a lack of um, moral values and, and, um, and, and integrity yeah. um, and respect. So so yeah, you've got a good point.
5: <laughs> um and so so obviously reggae is the order of the day over there. Uh maybe Calypso and R and B and some American music and but, stuff.
4: But reggae, reggae da for me, I mean I, I went to I went to Jamaica in nineteen eighty. Yeah. So if you can imagine yeah. you know, Tenesaw, yeah, um, you know, Josie Well, Lieutenant Stitchy, Admiral Bailey, um, you know, Sanchez Pinchers. I grew up in the eighties. That the, the, uh, you know, never enough, the golden era of dance. Yeah, it's a beautiful time for
5: that music, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, it was. It was amazing.
5: And, um, and, and can you remember, like, from what you're saying, you probably didn't get out to dances and stuff. You were probably working and yeah, housebound and stuff. So, yeah. how did you, how I, did you ingest I, this music?
4: I, I, I mean, well, I mean, first of all, reggae is the order of the day. Dancehall is the order of the day. That's what I'm hearing on my radio. Every day, more so than anything else, because I'm in Jamaica, um, and uh, my uncle, one of my uncles, was a, uh, a was also a singer and a selector on a sound system um, in the in the in the neighborhood where we grew up. And so, on a Friday evening, he would go and string up the sound, and my grandmother would let me go with him. Wow! Because um, you know I'm out with my uncle. It's Friday. There's no school the next day. So that that Friday, I was I had grace. to go and see what a sound system was like. And I started singing on the sound system. Um, So I was singing on the sound system from about 13 years old, maybe even younger. Were
5: you in like sort of gospel uh, circles at that point and church and like singing?
4: Church was a big part of my life. I went to church. Sunday was church from morning till night. Really? It was church. Yeah. Yeah, for me. And um, I used to sing in church a lot. And stuff. So, I've, literally, I've been singing from I've, I've been singing from from I can from I could open my mouth. Okay, yeah. You know, in front of the TV, top of the pops, yeah. Blondie, Sting. You know, singing along, singing with the with the brush with the hairbrush in yeah. the mirror. Yeah, all of that. I've I've been singing from from creation, man. So that's in you. It's in me. I yeah. can't, can't couldn't couldn't stop.
5: And so so when you're going with your uncle and he's stringing up the sound and then you f-
4: you're getting maybe more
5: time as you get a bit older and, and and you're certain to sort of did people take notice of you there or
4: yeah yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's um that's kind of how I got my name because um my 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 nickname growing up in Jamaica was 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 Duma um, okay I'm not gonna go through how I got that name because it's really long and complicated okay. but my, my nickname was Duma um and um there was a there was a uh a, 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 in Jamaica we don't call MCs, MCs MCs we call them DJs DJs yeah and um, there was a DJ called Flashy B and he was like the number one DJ in our whole neighborhood. And he, had, he was the only one that had ever made a record. Wow. You know, and um, he, he named me David Boomer. He said, when you sing, the place explodes. It's like a bomb. So you're the boom. So nice. he called me David Boomer. I like that. And that's how and I got it my name. And, it kept. and stuck in a And that's
5: And you know what? It's right because it's true. And it still <laughs> is true. So that's a perfect name. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at what point did, did you start kind of, you didn't record anything over there? Oh, n-
4: no, I didn't record. I, my first recording was here in the UK. Yeah. I mean, literally within three weeks of being in the UK, I, I did my first recording. Okay, so but um, I, 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 when I was back there, you know, I started singing on the sound system on the Friday night. You know, you know, my uncle would play the play the, the um the A side. And then you flip it over to the B side. And that's your, and sing, it's your time to And then, and actually, would chat, and then you know, Paragon would chat, and we got all the guys, and you know, and we just, we just vibes, and that's Bubble. how, yeah, we just, you know, you know the vibe, you know the yeah. dancehall vibe, and that's what we did every Friday night. And that's, sounds, that's why I cut my and teeth. It sounds
5: like a good time, man. It was a wicked time. Yeah. So I loved it. And I mean, I, I mean, usually we speak a bit more, but I think it's a perfect time maybe to to drop a track from that era, maybe eighties digital dancehall or something that kind of reminds you of that time and kind of maybe helped shape your your ways or your 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 musical sort of taste buds or whatever it
4: is there's so many um i tell you what i'm putting you on the spot here i do you are putting me on the spot (laughs) but you know what let's could you drop sarah frankie paul
5: it's not quite like that digital 80s vibe so um yeah good start to the to the cast here so so let's go to you what, what was the decision or the process for you to come back across
4: it it, uh, it wasn't so much of a decision it was my grandmother all of my grandmother's children most of my grandmother's children were born in England i was born in England and we all went back to jamaica um because she went back yeah. um and um when we graduated from school, I think she felt that there would be more opportunities for us in England than there were in Jamaica. And so one by one, my grandmother worked really hard and sent every single one of her children back to England. Wow. Including me. Trooper. Yeah. She, she was, she was a phenomenal woman. Um, Really, really inspiring. And I mean, I, I adore my grandmother, and I actually she's my inspiration. She's yeah. the biggest inspiration I've ever had. That's cool, man. Um, and so she sent us all back, and so it was my turn. She, I was the last one to come back. She actually brought me back.
5: Right. And um, and, and when you're getting on the plane, are you? I, I take it you're not thinking I'm going to get here, and I'm going to make a tune, and I'm going to make. No. You don't even. Do you even know what jungle has it even busted? Jungle this point? wasn't around. yet. Yeah, yeah. Jungle okay. wasn't. So jungle this, wasn't created yet. Yeah. So, so I came
4: back in 1990 as a as a reggae dancehall as a reggae dancehall artist. Yeah. Um, or tr- aspiring to be, yeah, of course, a reggae Budding. dancer. Or like, so I'd never made a record, yeah. or anything like that. But I sung on sound systems.
5: But I take it if you come here, I mean, I know, I know there was sound systems here at that time. But you come from back a yard, as they say, and you're, you know, every weekend you are out with the sound systems. You must have a good knowledge of what you can do, and you must be kind of boosted by that. And maybe the local, the, the the kids here will be like, oh, this is cool, this guy's. Or was it, was it a cold sort of uh, reception when you came back or? Uh,
4: the- <sighs> For me, I think I was a little bit late. If yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, um, Fashion Records. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know a Fashion yeah, Records. Yeah. Fashion Records had already selected their crew: General Levy, Top Cat, fly nuris Joseph, um, Sweetie Irie. You know these guys. It was locked. Okay. So by the time when I got here, for me, I feel like it was it was I couldn't get in. sewn up. He was sewn up, mm. so I was late. I was literally like, they two hadn't years heard late. you
5: sing yet, though. That's the thing. They
4: had, but they, yeah, but it was it was too late. No spaces. I, it, I, that it was too late. I couldn't get in. Like, so
5: what? T- what year was
4: that? Nineteen
5: ninety. Wow. And that's the that's a real big year. I mean, it was a, yeah, it yeah. Was
4: a I mean, you know, top tunes like Milov Love my were already out. That, fashion records were established as the label. Those artists were established as the dancehall artists. You know, and I don't think they would. You know, it was hard. You know, you have to know someone to get in there, and I didn't know anyone. I yeah, mean, I, you know, I was just some guy trying to thing in the dancehall scene in the UK, but there was no doors opening for me. Um, I. I recorded my first track with um with Tony Williams I don't know if you know Tony Williams he used to play sounds familiar Tony Williams used to play Tony Williams used to play um not against but he was the he was a second in line in terms of radio hosting to, to Radigan ah uh, sorry
5: were, yes I do know who you're talking you, about. you must yeah, know yeah, Tony yeah.
4: Williams yeah. uh that that was the first opportunity I had to record a song was I went into his shop to buy a record literally two weeks after getting off the plane from Jamaica and uh he uh, he didn't know the song and I, I sang the song to him and he was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a sec. <laughs> whoa, brethren, <laughs> where did that come from? You can sing. <laughs> and he was like, got recording studio upstairs. And,
5: and, and let me ask you this. Are you in London here? Did you, did you move? So you were in Birmingham. Then you went to Jamaica. Then you come back to London or that, is it? That's right.
4: I came back to London. I didn't get to Birmingham. Ah, okay. I was supposed to go to Birmingham. Okay. But I just never got there. Right. I just ended up living in London by accident, freak accident. Yeah. And it just ended up here and I was in Ballum and Tony Williams had a record shop in Ballam. And so I went there to buy the record, sang the song. He loved what he heard.
5: Do you remember the record you were looking for?
4: I was looking for a Thriller You song. I think I might have been I'll Prove It To You. Okay. Um, I think it was that song. And, um, yeah. and, um, and then uh, basically he said, at this time we were still in the British Reggae Awards. And he said, uh, you know, I organised the British Reggae Awards. Um, would you like to open the show? And I'm like,
5: (laughs) is he taking the here? (laughs) Two
4: weeks, (laughs) literally, I'm not even, I don't even know how to get anywhere yet. And within two weeks, I'm I'm being asked to open up the British Reggae Awards. Sanchez, Dennis Brown, Sweetie Irie, General Levy. Yeah,
5: so you see, you kind of bypassed a lot of, a lot of. Steps by going in and asking a guy in perfect melody and pitch and tone, say, Have it, you got this track? And yeah. he goes, Right, yeah. yeah, let's do something. And you go from stepping off the plane, buying a record to host, into, hosting know, the biggest yeah, gig to you could.
4: Opening the, the British Reggae World with a massive, massive show back yeah, then. That is mad. And it was cool. And I thought, and then I thought, So I'm about, at this stage, I'm about 19. So I'm thinking, I'm going to be a superstar because you know look like i've got here and within two weeks i'm recording a song you're full of 19, opening, 19 yeah.
5: year old enthusiasm
4: exactly and i'm thinking i'm gonna am gonna be the big dad i'm gonna make it <laughs> and then like 20 odd years later i'm still
5: still working still, on it but, still, but look still, it's, it's still
4: scratching around it's, but it's, hey. it's a marathon man. it's not a sprint
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sprint but we'll talk about you've got you've done plenty to be honest that you should be very proud of you know what i mean and there's, I been, am. And there's been moments and stuff so we'll, yeah. we'll get into all that in a minute but how did that gig go, just as a matter That of gig
4: was amazing. Like, it was really, really cool. I mean, I opened the show, um, and when I came off the stage, that was the first time people asked me for autographs. Wow, really? And, and you know, and stuff like that. When I, you know, I'd never experienced that. And so, for me, it was like, it was... There's no wow. wonder
5: you think you're going to be superstar. People, I, are, I was going
4: to be. I mean, you know, girls I, come up to me and ask me for autographs. And just come your family
5: stage. coming down to see this, or was it a big event? No,
4: I'm, I'm, I'm really... I don't really... Within my family, and I suppose... I don't know if it's a Jamaican thing, but... We don't really talk about things like that. We don't talk about what we do. We just go and do it. And like, I didn't say anything or make a big deal of it. I just went and did my thing. And are you speaking in a,
5: in, in a Jamaican accent at 19 after spending 10 years there? Or are you still Um
4: still I, I, I speak the way that people speak to me. I, 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 I'm i like a chameleon. Yeah. So whoever I'm speaking to, I adopt. Your Irish their, accent's coming out. I'm telling nice. you, I, I can't <laughs> help it. It just, it, I just end up speaking the way they speak. And it's a bit... So if people, so you, you 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 adapt to wherever you are. I adapt to wherever uh, I am. Yeah. So if if you know if if somebody comes in here from Jamaica right now, you you may not recognise me at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I am Jamaican.
5: My auntie's like that. She lived here for forty years, and she sounded like someone that would never had left London. Yeah. And then when she gets on the phone to someone, it might, it's just it's bang. gone. It's switched. Just like just like a light switch. Yeah, yeah. Mad. Um. So yeah. So so so. Did anything else come of that show was that was that a, like a was that a, a key moment in your in your it, it, life and times and career n-
4: No it it was a key moment in, in, in as much as it was the first big show I did in the UK and it was a, and it was a big show and it made and it, it it filled me with enthusiasm right and and hope yeah um which kind of dried up <laughs> a little after that because things didn't go to plan and I ended up doing a lot of little shows here and there but you know not on the same scale and you know it was a hard slog and um, you know, I just bounced around with a guy called UK Apache for quite a while. He had a sound system. He was a dancehall artist. He wasn't a jungle artist at the time.
5: I think I might have heard one or two of his tracks before in my time.
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, he, I mean he's, he's a legend, man. He, he is a like, legend. I yeah. mean, his first, the first track I heard him do was a track called No Poll Tax. I mean, well, you should dig that out. That is okay. a wicked track yeah. um, opposing the, the poll tax when it was brought in in the 90s. And um, uh, he had a sound system. I joined his sound system. We used to spar. And um, and and that was how I really ended up getting into Jungle.
5: I've seen uh, documentaries in France, fr- a French documentary of yeah. you and UK Apache hanging out in in his grand's flat, maybe, I in think. His or,
4: in his, grandma, his grandmother and his mom's house, yeah.
5: And uh, it, it made me think, I was like, you guys had, at one point, were, I'm probably jumping the gun a bit, but like camera crews hanging around following. Yeah, oh,
4: yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. A lot, yeah.
5: So, so let's talk about... So you're 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 sparring with him on different uh, sound systems around London?
4: Well, we had our own sound system. Okay. So we used to you know, we used to You'd play out to a lot. We used to play out and, and, you know, perform with our sound system.
5: And how was that? What was the dynamic between the two? so the dynamic electric. was amazing between the two of yeah. us.
4: I mean he, he was he was he is an excellent DJ. Yeah. You know, MC, whatever yeah. you want to call it. He was excellent. Um, literally just became a Jamaican. Like when he when he touched that mic, he was just like when I heard him for the first time, I actually, I heard him on a cassette. Somebody brought a cassette and played him to me. And I said that that was Papa San. And I said, that's not. I said, that is Papa San. But is it a
5: compliment, though?
4: It's a massive compliment. <laughs> yeah. And he said, no, it's some Indian guy from around the corner. I said, shut up. That is not an Indian guy from around the corner. That has to be Papa San. I know Papa San. And, um, and he said, all right, I'm going to bring you to meet him. And that's how I met Apache.
5: Okay, so do you guys hit it off instantly? Or
4: We hit it off instantly. We, we became inseparable. We ended up... We ended up. Um, You're the
5: same age. Uh, no, nah, he's, okay. he's a little bit older than me. Okay,
4: a little bit older than me, a couple of years. But um, but we became really, really tight. We we um we ended up getting a flat together. We ended up living in two separate two flats together, and we we, we lived together for about nearly six years. Six,
5: seven uh, and years. W- are you guys literally just working on music full stop, full time? We in we, terms we, of we, staying upright lyrics.
4: Would, uh, we, were, we were working on music but we were looking for work do you know what I mean you yeah. know we were trying to find work but work was, wasn't happening yeah and you know chasing women there was a bit of that <laughs> <laughs> a, especially you him were young boys especially, especially him yeah. uh, he, he was a gallus <laughs> 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 he didn't have to do much chasing okay. either actually he okay. probably, they probably chased him <laughs>
5: yeah so, so 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 you guys are looking for work you're getting gigs here there and everywhere
4: yeah at what
5: point did things change because they certainly did change particularly I know there's a story between. Did he hear a track that you had done, or a rhythm from Shy FX?
4: Or no, he 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 heard a track from Shy. It was a track called Gangster Kid. Yeah. Um, and it was using a reggae rhythm. um. Yes. That rhythm, he heard it, and that and Shy did that track. It was a it was a mass. It was a very important track for Shy FX. Uh, I think it was one of his first tracks. And um, Apache heard the rhythm and thought, oh my God, I would, I would so love to do a track on this instrumental. Just take that vocal off and put me on there. Who
5: was the, instru- who was the vocal on it? Was it just a it, sample?
4: It, 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 no, it was, a, it was an actual vocal okay, from right, a guy called right, Gunsmoke. Yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and basically, at the time, we, we, we had a manager. Apache and I had a manager. And we, he told the manager, said, listen, I don't know who's done this track. I don't know what this new kind of music is. But I need it. But I really, like, really want to do this. I want to do something on this and, and he went out and he found Shy he found you know, he, he went out and he networked and he w- found Were him. you
5: aware of Shy effects at this time?
4: We Neither of us were aware you of You were just FX. doing We really were just a dance, dance, dance art. all artists. Yeah so
5: you didn't really look elsewhere
4: and We didn't know what Jungle was Okay and
5: I'm just trying to think about that time Was it not a was it not Everywhere Or was this pre exposed. It
4: it could be everywhere But it's about What circles you're moving in Yeah exactly We weren't moving in that circle Yeah, Jungle was around I mean Breakbeat Breakbeat And that kind of stuff Had been around From probably 91 Mm. You know No idea about Any of that Didn't know You know Didn't know about That genre of music um, Until Apache started Bringing jungle records Into the house Into the flat You know And I was was thinking What is this noise All these (laughs) drums (laughs) (laughs) What is this madness Yeah I didn't get it I didn't get it initially um, but um the manager found Shy um, hooked up a session Apache went down to the studio um, and recorded Original Nutter in one take oh, and shit. went home he didn't even he just recorded it and just left and okay. and did he
5: uh, uh, this is these these are seminal moments in, in UK yeah. music yeah. did he come home to you that day and go
4: man wait you hear what I just did on yeah. this track yeah. oh, he was
5: ho- hyped about it was he it,
4: to be honest with you he wasn't he was <laughs> Out in him a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> get it all off your chest. Get he, it off your chest. He, no, well, he, um, I think he had a date oh, <laughs> wow. with, his, with this girl, and um, he was more concerned with that than he just wanted to quickly go and do the track and go and get back to this girl. Well, he didn't give. A f- he didn't really <laughs> give. a He wasn't bothered about the track. He just went in, did it real quick, and went to go and j- that's, check this girl. That's unbelievable. He wasn't even bothered. Wow. In all honesty, but. Then you know after it was, after he heard it back that's when he got excited. And,
5: and do you remember hearing that for the first time? Do you remember? Um, did, did he play it to you? Did he have a dad or? A, I
4: mean, he, he, I mean, Apache would Apache would perform his songs to me before he actually recorded them. Just for the simple fact that I'm a Jamaican, I'm from Jamaica, and like any little pronunciations, I can say right. No, they wouldn't pronounce it like that. They pronounce it like this and stuff like that. I mean, obviously he was chatting before he met me, so he was doing that. But when. When I met him, he realised that he had a bank of Jamaica. You could help him his and
5: you could polish up his Jamaican isms, and exactly. That's and I could and, t- and, tell
4: him words that he didn't know that Jamaicans would use that people probably weren't even using here yet. But I could, you know, and that's currency at that point, isn't it, for yeah. someone like him? It's yeah. Like... So, so obviously, I'm his best friend. Obviously, he's going to utilise that, and he did utilise that, and.
5: And and you're also, are you, you classically trained in singing or?
4: I, I've never had a day's training. I don't know anything about the theory of music.
5: But you know what's what? And you could have said to him, this is a bit out in terms of tone.
4: Oh yeah, I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know, I've got a good ear. Yeah. That's it. I've got a good ear. I,
5: I don't think, I could be speaking out of turn here, but dancehall artists probably don't have the they don't need it necessarily they're not like
4: it's more vibe it's a more it's it's a more, vibe yeah. it's, a vibe. Yeah, it's yeah. more a vibe than than it is i mean if you listen to even something like um Courtney melody hmm. he's his his tone is like is, like is that right is that the right tone <laughs> doesn't is it matter, matter? We'll doesn't matter. It. it's yeah. it's the vibe yeah i get it's you. it it's yeah. the vibe yeah so
5: um so i think we just skipped something that was kind of important cuz we uh, it was probably my fault but i was talking <laughs> i was talking about uh your kind of scrapping bits and bobs and trying to get a, a gig and a regular, you know, get around London. But then you just said, and we had a manager at that point. So I'm just wondering, how did that happen? Was were you had you released some music before a
4: management? Oh, it wasn't. Or is was he a buddy? Of, was he a friend? That a had, lot of a lot of things happened through Apache. So Sam Sam Carroll, who was who was our manager at the time, I think was aware of Apache. Was aware of what he had done and and kind of saw he's. It was, I think it's the same as anything. Apache is, an, is half Arab, half African Indian. Yeah. Um, for a, a half Arab, half African Indian to be speaking, to be performing yeah. in the way that he was performing, he's going to stand out. Yeah. And I think Sam noticed that this is a very talented guy that has an, appe- an automatic appeal. Yeah. He looks different. He's going to stand out. Let me jump on this. Let me, let me, let me. Go, let, so he, Sam came and found Apache. Yeah. And said, I want to manage you. Okay. And as a byproduct, he ended up managing me okay yeah i was I'm, I was not important really. I was a secondary figure in the whole thing. I was just there um and I'm pretty
5: sure you were important for 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 uh, apache though just to to be around and to be to be bouncing off and vibing off and yeah yeah you know, um, you're probably yeah, under understating your your involvement there but
4: well i mean you know i've i've, I've this whole music thing my enthusiasm died very early I tried to do stuff and I tried to push myself and maybe I didn't push myself hard enough but I kind of was in and out of the music thing for a long time like I say to people when I decided to make my album in 2010 I already had seven number ones in drum and bass in jungle and and through all that time I was I would say I wasn't really trying I was jumping in and seen. out yeah it, I wasn't yeah I wasn't really in it was only in 2010 when I decided to make my album that I really fully committed myself to music so you know maybe I wasn't maybe I wasn't serious enough for people to take me seriously. okay before that point and
5: how was his uh, was his work ethic or his, his work ethic was crazy was he was it? really on
4: it yeah he was uh, it was all he he didn't He he did nothing else yeah this is all he wanted to do whereas I went off and got a degree in youth work and I that, that, you know I had, I had a career yeah i had a career because and i felt like i needed to have a career because i didn't feel i could rely on music yeah uh, but whereas it's probably heat,
5: probably one of the most clever things anyone's ever said <laughs> on this
4: podcast <laughs> well i mean uh, i just felt like i love music and it, but it, st- it's just it, how stable is it going to be for me yeah you know and so I, I i went off and i and i you know i got my career and and i've been able to fall back on that yeah and and, and you and use that to uh,
5: you're probably happy to not have to rely on just music. Shady promoters and you know I
4: mean? that kind of yes, thing. Yeah, they exist. Yeah.
5: So 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 like what what was the first for you, what was the first recording or, or studio so, movements you made so, so in the, the, the UK?
4: F- the first recording was a, a song called um oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. That's terrible. <laughs> I wrote a song I wrote in Jamaica and I brought to England. And as I was saying, i met Tony Williams and I recorded that song. Um, and it's gone out of my head now what the name of the song is. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to uh, find it out. Oh, we'll get it, it, it yeah. yeah. But, um, but, um, but yeah, But I wrote, I wrote a song and, and I recorded it with Tony Williams. That was the first song I ever recorded. And then I went on to record a number of tracks with Apache, you know, or on the same instrumental as Apache, you know, through Sam and other networks that we had. Uh, I worked with a guy called Patrick Donegan at Progressive Sounds in Battersea, where a Soul Solid crew, um, they, they kind of hung out there and yep. did stuff there. But we were doing stuff there. When they were like in their nappies, yeah, or yeah. <laughs> you know, or at primary school, right. same area, say you know, Doddington Estate and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah. So I had uh, you know, I did end up doing quite a bit of recording, uh, but nothing, nothing really, nothing that captured and uh, anything until until 1995, when Apache suggested that do a track with me, and um,
5: and they had a relationship. Uh, uh, just before we go into that, when he recorded original, uh, Glo- no, Glo- no Glo- yeah, that went uh, fucking globe like uh, out of this world.
4: It went to number thirty-nine in the national charts.
5: Yeah, so they're on top of the pop set, maybe. Or even- just missed it. Ah, okay, right, yeah. It's just, but it's just, just shy it. of of top. But it, it,
4: the, na- the name came across the screen.
5: Well, okay. Yeah, so, uh, a snapshot. Yeah,
4: <laughs> the name came across. The
5: screen. So, so, like, I mean, even to this day, if if you play that. Kids that weren't even nowhere near it,
4: yeah.
5: react to it. It's it's an it's an anthem. It's you know what a I mean? Massive anthem. And it, will, yeah. it always will be. It always will be. Did you guys know then that this was going to be something that will be played for the rest of days in England? Perhaps? No,
4: no way, and <laughs> uh, no way. I mean, you know, that track was made in nineteen ninety four. Okay, uh, we're in two thousand and seventeen now. So what's that? Twenty? What is that? Twenty two years. Yeah, so, twenty two years ago, and. You play that anywhere now and the place will still erupt.
0: So that was just a 30-minute clip from the Dirty Dubsters, Dirty Dubcast 9. And it's talking about ghost vocalist David Boomer. Make sure you check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranks, And then you've got facebook.com forward slash Dirty Dubsters Music and twitter.com forward slash Dirty Dubsters. Up next, it's the Desert Islander play. And this is Chosen This Week by Juice and Charger. They have chosen Afterglow by Wilkinson. They say every time they see Wilkinson play it, it's always a big moment. So here it is, Wilkinson, Afterglow. Even though the
2: dancing's done, don't worry because the night is young. Who cares where we go, we're ready for the afterglow. So. the dancing's done don't worry cause the night is young who cares where we go we
0: Interview with Fire d He's a 32-year-old hailing from West London, and his musical journey through jungle drum and bass started because of the pure influence of his older brother. His older brother brought his first pair of decks when Firey was about nine years old, but he was never allowed to touch them. When Fire d turned 15, he brought his own pair of decks, and since then he's progressed through to do a GCSE in music, and he's also known for being a DJ and MC in our music scene. He's not one of the biggest DJs or MCs about, but he truly is a humble, lovely guy, and I just want to show some support to him. So, thank you, and first off, thanks for support this year. I see you.
6: Uh, that's no problem at all. It's been a pleasure following you.
0: So, did you have a quiet or busy Christmas, and how was 2016 for you?
6: So, yeah, I had a quiet Christmas uh, last year, because my wife's pregnant with our first child, and unfortunately she was suffering from uh, hyperemesis Which is uh, quite scary man, uh, she was in and out of hospital quite a lot, but she's doing a lot better now. But 2016 was amazing, Uh, had so many things happen, like one, my wife being pregnant, two, we moved into our new house and uh, we're getting a a small studio built up now. I want to get all my stuff, uh, all my ideas, just going to get it all done this year, hopefully make things happen, so this year is going to be the one for me, yeah, definitely.
0: Wow, I had that, so I totally understand, because I was in hospital with it as well. So love to you and your family, for real, because it's awful. So going back to your childhood, how come you were kept away from your brother's decks?
6: So yeah, I was never allowed to go on my brother's uh, decks because, one, he's like five years older than me, so he probably thought, right. I'm just a little boy, man. He doesn't know what to do on the decks. And he, I thought, if I ever like, ruin it, well, how am I gonna pay for it? So he always told me, like, don't ever go on my decks. So I thought, all right, of course, you know, every time he went out, I didn't listen. So I quickly memorized how he how he left everything. And I went on the decks, we used to go on his records, of course, and I started mixing away. And then, um, yeah, one day he caught me. And then obviously from there on he thought, actually I wasn't doing too bad and he, he, and he let me carry on mixing with him. But yeah, that's the only reason why he wouldn't let me go on his deck because he spent a lot of money on his equipment and uh, he just didn't want me to ruin anything, which I understand, but nah, I didn't listen. Still went on the decks.
0: That is so funny. I used to go to house parties and the lads never used to let me touch their decks so we had something else in common. So tell me what do you love about Jungle Drum and Bass so
6: much? You know the thing that I love about Jungle Drum and Bass is that it's the fast pace of the music man like the rhythm of the drums and the hard-hitting snares and the hi-hats and of course you know that that amazing like heavy thumping bass line and it just naturally makes me want to dance. Like every time I hear it from I can hear it from far. Did you know you know someone's playing drum and bass or jungle? If it Wait, hang on a minute. I know that. I know someone's playing it, man. I just love it so much. And like growing up as a child, my dad would play all the like all the reggae classics because my dad's been he's from the from Guyana in the West Indies, or well, part of the West Indies in South America. And uh, you hear all these reggae tunes being remixed into jungle drum, drum and bass, and you think, raw man, that sounds wicked. So it makes me enjoy it even more. And it just puts me on a natural high. I've always listened to Jungle Drummer Bass from the age of nine, mainly because of my brother. And then obviously the reggae influence came from my dad. But it it just, you know, you just can't beat it. There's no better music out there, personally. I just can't get enough of it, man. It's wicked, wicked.
0: So you had an agent who organised your GCSE course. Can you tell us about that?
6: So, yeah, I don't remember the name of the the organisation, but they worked very close with my high school and other high schools in in and around London and uh, yeah they they approached my high school which was Acton High in West London and they just came and asked like if there was a people that showed a genuine interest in wanting to learn how to make music but you had to drop some GCSEs in order to do that and I thought well yeah why not like if I get out of school and I can learn how to make music while I'm in high school like what more can I ask for so I I went and I went along I tagged along with that and then uh, it was in Elephant Castle and there was a handful of us probably about Nine, ten of us in the class, and we learned how to make music. They showed us how to sample and how to produce songs together. And then eventually, we moved on to another studio, which was uh, Heathum Studios in Twickenham. But then there was probably about three, four of us in the class, and everyone just kept dropping out, like towards the end of the course. And then, as we got to the final week probably the final week of the course. It was just me by myself, everyone dropped out and I stayed there, and then I was pretty good actually, I had more time to myself, I had to make music, I was with the engineer, and I produced my first track, which don't sound too great now, like that was so many years ago, but yeah, don't sound too great now, but it was fun, it was so much fun, and I had to drop four GSSCs in high school to take this course, and yeah, I managed to pass it, so it was a, it was so much fun going there, I was about 13, 14, no, I was probably about like 14 years old, I think I was, been year, year 10 or 11, I think it was. And yeah, good experience, wicked experience. I'm so glad I've done it. So glad. And your
0: brother was also on a pirate station. Where was that? And how did he bring you in? Do
6: You know what? I'm not entirely sure how my brother got onto the radio station, but he he just knew so many people on the estate, on uh, South Acton estate, which is West London. And uh, yeah, like as we, when we was at home, I used to MC, while he used to DJ, and he thought, you know what? Like you can MC pretty well. So he thought. He asked the owner. He spoke to the owner. And said, look, I've got my little brother here can I bring him in and the owner said you know what if if he's good enough go on bring him in let's give him a try I was about 13 14 years old and my brother said look come on man let's gonna go on radio I think it was at the time it was called Image FM or something it was yeah it was a pirate station Image FM and uh, I preferred to DJ but my brother wanted to do the DJing so he just wanted someone to kind of hype up his show so he said yeah go on the mic sir." I grabbed the opportunity and I went for it and uh, eventually we went on to other stations like in and around West London, like there was uh, Ice Cold FM and I think it was Life FM, I went on there once, like when it first started out. And then eventually my brother said, you know what, come, let me, let me get you to, to, to DJ as well, let's go back to back. And then we used to do that, and he got me DJing with him and I started to rinse out the tunes and I loved it. Best feeling ever knowing that people are just listening to you and like getting the shout-outs and all the texts are coming through. Like It wasn't internet really much back then, so it was all about people texting in and calling in. So, yeah, that's how I got into the radio, mainly because of my big brother, Like thanks to him. Uh, big up Raka T. But, yeah, radio's the best.
0: So can you go on now to tell us about the Dominion Order and your links up there?
6: So I came across the, uh, the Dominion Order from being in a chat room in Common uh, Base Arena. I used to have the chat rooms back then, and I used to go in there just to, listen, to see what everyone was talking about. And then someone posted the, posted the link and said, yeah, come and check out the Dominion Order. And I thought it said it was sponsored by Drum and Bass Arena. So I thought, all right, let me check it out.
0: And you went to uni in Ealing. I know Ealing well. So tell us about Tube Radio.
6: So yeah, I was studying in uh, Thames Valley University in Ealing. I was uh, doing a part-time media studies course. Uh, me and my friend came to hear about the university having their own like webcam internet radio station. And obviously they called it Tube Radio and we thought well let's try and find out who you know who runs it so we found the person eventually uh, we spoke to them and we said look we're, we're jungle drum and bass DJs and like do you mind if we can like have a little slot? Can we can we play? and then the guy said you know what I, I know I ain't got time to listen to no demos I've, I've actually got a few spaces available so he said yeah go on just, just bring your tunes on like on a Thursday and uh, we'll give you we'll give you a slot I think it was like uh, 7 to 9 it was I think it was so we went down there, bought our vinyls like, big bag of vinyls was driving a heavy so heavy man i'm sure you remember them days when it was heavy like carrying vinyls with you it was wicked man wicked so yeah we went in there both had our bags i pulled out the tunes he goes right it's your slot now got, get ready so we got ready got lined up the first track and uh yeah we just started mixing away like crazy and we knew that we was on the webcam so we both were just jumping around like mad and you know just being interactive with the people in the chat room and then uh, eventually we had to stop playing there because our course had finished so we wasn't allowed back on the campus but yeah that was a, that was another good experience. It was so much fun knowing that people around Ealing, Acton, Shepherds Bush, it was all around them kind of areas and people were to log in and listen to us and got, we got recognised a bit in our area, people recognised our face like thanks to the webcam but yeah that was fun, that was real fun.
0: And you DJ'd in clubs in Leicester, Coventry and London so can you tell us about the clubs that you hit there?
6: So I honestly can't remember the names of, of all the clubs, but I remember being about 15, 16 years old and I managed to get into the clubs without any ID because my cousin, he was the DJ and he would just bring me along with him. So I was so hyped that I was even out late at night, 15, 16 year old, back to MC on the mic and never took any notice of the names like, of the clubs that I was walking into. And then I remember someone just handing the mic over to me and said, right man, it's your turn, do your thing. So my cousin went on a deck, started playing the jungle, the drum and bass, and a little bit of garage, and I was controlling the controlling the crowd now and again, like busting the lyrics, and I could just see people just really, really enjoying it. I was thinking, wow, this is the best feeling ever. Like I know that this is something that I want to do. And there were a few other clubs in London that we hit. I think it was like Ministry of Sound, Tiger Tiger, but again, never really took notice of most of the names, but yeah it was again another another amazing experience of my thanks to my cousin actually because he knew i could MC, he knew i could dj but he said like i can only bring you in as an MC more to hype up him so i didn't mind like, i just took the opportunity i went with it man as a 15 16 year old boy like who would say no so yeah best best feeling ever wicked time wicked so
0: you're married now big up on that and your wife is clearly very supportive tell us about the competitions that she's entered you in
6: yeah I got married in 2012 to my beautiful wife Karina and she's the most supportive person like, in my life when it comes to my music. Although she does wish it wasn't an expensive talent you know like I spend a lot of money on equipment and she has put in a lot of money too but yeah she's uh, been a great support and um, she, I think she saw on Facebook that there was a competition in, in our area that we're living in in Dunstable now. And uh, it was the club's called Cookies and Cream in Dunstable, and uh, everyone goes there around the in around Luton and Dunstable, and she said, there's there's a competition. Like why don't you enter it? Like all you got to do is like, do a little demo and like hand it in. So this time, thank God, you know I got my CDs now, so I can record it onto a CD, no more tapes, which was like years ago. But yes, yeah, so I did it on a CD, and uh, we couldn't play the same like, like one type of music. We had to play different types of genres, so I did that. Uh, Handed in the uh, the demo and apparently over 50 people entered this competition and only five of us got picked out Which was like an honor to be one of them and then we went to uh, play I think it was on a Thursday night and we went there There weren't that many people in the club if I'm honest with you, but still was it was a good opportunity a great experience I got up there. I think I was the fourth person to play so I heard the first three DJs And I thought, right, yeah, I think I got this one in the bag. So (laughs) without being like, (laughs) without being bad. But yeah, I think I got it. Came to my turn, played my bit. And obviously I ended it with the jungle, the drum and bass. I was the only person that brought that to the table. And uh, at the end of it, like the crowd was so high. They were like, oh my days, this guy is wicked. Even the DJ that came on after me, he grabbed the mic and said, I don't know how I'm going to top this guy, but I'm going to try it. So at the end, they had to decide who was the winner. By the crowd making the most noise, so obviously the winning in the order. And it came to my when they, he put his hand over my head, and the, uh, everyone just started shouting and screaming. Like I was like, "Yeah, man, I think I've, I've won this clearly." And then he obviously came to the last DJ. that made a bit of noise, and then I said, "Right, I think we got our winner, man, DJ Fire D." So I was so happy to finally DJ in a club and win a competition and then there was a prize actually they gave out a pioneer uh, the xdj r1 which uh, yeah that was a that was a real good gift man real gift so again there was people from london there was dunstable Newton, i think there was a guy from milton Keynes, and then there was me of course and yeah i was the winner i was the winner and have a good experience being on them decks like knowing that people are dancing to what you're doing was, yeah the best feeling man and obviously my wife was there in the crowd with her friends and yeah best time but well, yeah, thanks to my wife for doing that, man, pushing me to do that. Otherwise, I don't think I would have entered it. But I'm glad I did. I'm so really would
0: you class yourself more of a DJ or more of an MC these days?
6: So I see myself more of a DJ, but I do love to MC as well. I love MCing, but I don't ever write lyrics. I'm more of a crowd-hype MC. I don't like write. I'm not of a bar, bars-type MC, but yeah, I... Uh, I love the fast pace of the double time lyrics and like bringing the reggae vibe into it as well obviously because that's from my dad being from the west indies but and especially growing up listening to shocking b man like he's one of the djs and he was MCing at the same time and i thought wow this guy's wicked i thought i can do that i want to do that so i thought let me just try both and i enjoy doing both i really enjoy it but the um i see myself more as a dj although i can MC. But if I have the opportunity to, to, to do either, yeah, man, I'll take it. I'll grab it. But yeah, DJ and MC is my thing, man. I love it. I love it.
0: And if you could just tell me about your
6: bucket list moment. Yeah, my bucket list moment. Wow. I mean, of course, I, I mean, I really want to DJ and MC with all the, the artists that I've, I grew up listening to. But the one bucket list moment that I'll never, ever forget in my life is when uh, my wife, she hired out Evil B uh, for my surprise 30th birthday party, which I had no idea about until he walked in the door. And uh, my wife, like, she she got all my songs ready on a USB stick, and she goes, "Look, put the USB sticks on the decks and get ready." So I was like, "Okay, what's going on here?" And then, um, yeah, Evil B walked through the door, and she was like, "Look, wouldn't it be wicked if like you could DJ while Evil B was on the mic?" And I thought, "No way, man, this can't this can't be real." And then he actually walked through the door. I was shaking like crazy, but yeah, he came on the mic, even he he said he's never done anything like this before as well, which was uh, new for him. But yeah, he was on the mic, I was DJing, he was busting his lyrics, and obviously I was singing along to it as well, and then my wife went up to Green and said, look, D, man, my, my husband, he can he can MC as well, like, why don't you let him have a go with you? So he said, alright, he, he MC'd, he goes, right, I want to hear you, then he gave me the mic, and I, 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 did, I thought, this is my one and only chance to, to give my best best like do my best here so i said one of my best lyrics that i all my friends know i did it and he was actually so shocked he actually like he actually leant back and then he knocked he knocked the drink over it was funny man it was such a funny uh, memory to, to have but yeah that was one of the best times ever like MC and djing with evil b yeah bucket list moment for life day i've got it on dvd as well man my, my wife recorded it i had all the family recording it so then my wife made a dvd out of it so yeah i've got it there man up on the shelf like a little shrine <laughs> best time best big up Karina on that one man best wife right one of my favorite questions if
0: i gave you 500 pounds to spend on music equipment what would it be and why
6: if i had 500 pounds to spend on music equipment I think I would have definitely have to spend it on a pair of studio monitors just to help with my, with my producing, get my music to in professional again. I've never really like put money aside, or well, I could never really afford to buy a pair of studio monitors really, but now, now I know like how important it is to have a pair of studio monitors while making music. Yeah, definitely got to be a pair of them. So artists, if you're all listening to this show right now, be, be you know i'm going to be inboxing you not of my tunes so get ready for that so yeah man studio monitors for sure
0: and um, what are your top five tracks at the moment
6: oh so my top five tracks i think will have to be in no particular order but uh, modified motion and faction woodpecker absolute banger for me uh, supreme bean popeye uh, Magistrate and Voltage, big time, oh man, them two, when they, when they link up, wicked things happen, man. Serial Killers, Jungle Came First, yeah, loving that bass line on that track. And Heist and Turno, Information, but yeah, they're the top five tunes for me right now. Obviously, there's a lot more, but yeah, they're the top five if I have to pick right now. They're the top ones. So let's talk about new
0: artists. Who do you see breaking through that has some raw talent right now?
6: You know what, there's there's so many people like trying to break through the scene right now and like they're all sounding pretty pretty sick but one person that actually stood out to me has to be Seth. Like, oh my day. His producing skills are amazing, like real amazing. His his style is so different, he's got his own style, like different to others. The bass lines that he produces, like it's just yeah, for me. It's got to be Seth, wicked producer, man, wicked. Hope he brings a lot more tunes out, which I'm sure Heist has mentioned. He's got a few things coming along the way, um, but I'm pretty sure maybe you know Misrep. You probably got a few things from me yourself, but yeah, Seth, wicked man, absolute bangers,
0: wicked. So, what is up next for 2017
6: for you? Well, for 2017, I got my home studio like almost built, like it's getting ready. It's halfway done at the moment, so once that's all complete. I'm going to get back into producing my music again, like I really want to take it to the next level, like the next steps. I want to start getting my own vocals, my own lyrics, like on tracks, my own tracks. I've got many other ideas that I want to try out, which I won't give away too much, but I'm going to make it happen this year. And hopefully everyone will get to hear what I've released uh, in due course. But um. The other thing is I'm gonna hopefully start like a little Facebook page, little fan page so I can start doing my, my Facebook lives. I wanna try and do like maybe like a weekly show. I'd uh, probably get that going on my, uh, in my room. I really want to get a logo done. So if anyone you know, can make a little logo, hit me up man. Please, like, I really need a logo badly, so I'm on the hunt for that. But yeah, I really want the whole world to know who I am, you know, and the passion for our music, man, jungle drum and bass. So yeah, watch this space man, 2017
0: and lastly not least it's been lovely chatting to you but do you have any shouts and thanks
6: yeah i would love to give a shout out and a thanks to all my family and all my friends who follow me from day one like this got there's so many names to mention but i big up my mum and dad like manjit fazl my brother bobby he got me into it my sister felicia you know she's been there my uncle keith you know obviously my in-laws like amina and charles uh, my nieces and my niece and nephew the zara and jamil uh, my friends like Rawa uh, he's been there from day one as well Amjad like he's he was always been there for me but you know rest in peace uh, so many names to mention like everyone I'm big up the main person my beautiful wife Karina man she has made so many things happen for me in like in my musical journey and she just continues to support me like 24 7 like nothing's ever too much for her so big up to everyone, everyone there's loads of names man but yeah big shout out to you lot respect
0: Well, all the best for 2017 and beyond big up Fidey speak to you soon
6: you know what big up yourself Miss Rep man thank you so much for having me on here it's been such an honour to be on Cool London big up Eastman and all the Cool London family man so yeah maximum respect to you guys man thank you thank you very much
3: to misrepresent
0: big up right now it's the last 10 minutes of my show and this is the 10 minute shutdown big up all the chat room big up all the cool listeners if you're in your car on the internet or playback thanks for listening this is misrepresent this is our 10 minute shutdown
3: yes misrepresent live inside the cool London yeah it's time for the shutdown jay swift representing drum and bass hq Pick up all the
7: listeners. Get it? Any sound test get cut now? This is shut shutdown!
3: Swag back in the time drive, right? It's got a new mind, yeah, it's my drive. Walking to the state, never stopping to right? feel the hotness. He feels the energy taking over, like, yeah, I've got you Howdy, I'm going to come and get a MC feel like, wow, wee J-Man, can you allow me? No, try me. I'm going to come and get a MC feel like, blind me. It's represent right beside me, big car. I don't want to jump around like a panty. What about the news, want to get a bit roundy? What about the news, want to get a bit lively? What about the news, want to get a bit lively? What about the news, what about, news? What about now? Get up on the mic and show them gonna be like wow. You got how. Searching for the diamonds in a gold mine. But your reality is darker than a coal mine. Like a landmine, man, life ain't got no roll sign. The temperature is rising, you're colliding with your own mind. Trying to find a way to get the hate out. Started from the bottom, now we're here, bring Drake out. Feeling like the target of a stakeout. Of all the clothing, in and now i time for you to break Punk, give me the cash and i see you later. Alligator, bye. Five and nine, order the row, MC, Karma, the MC go MC, bike the MC go, j 2 you better get to know. I'm burning out, hung low on bleds. JSWIF, wipe the back to nothing left. Release this, let's get it off the desk. And that's how we do it. Shut like this, never miss. Misrepresent inside the place. Shut down. Yo! Yup. that's my pick. See me, That's my thing.
2: I the I'm never the that we're that on the i one that runs that. I just
3: wanna have fun, and Wish, I don't know where the money grows my lungs snap I'm you here on this am I'm still The pages in the calendar We've been around the world now. We ain't got no manager London, to Heathrow, Catch a plane to Canada We're about the action with the lights and the camera Show me the challenger This should be funny there's a million like you But there's only one week Fever's getting half an now we going somewhere sunny Now all I need now is need to shine in my A new day, new dawn, it's a new paper I'm reaching for the sky with no elevator I work my fingers to the bone to get them like paper Real Peter Parker, climbing up a skyscraper From the gutter to the stars, now it's game on Fire in a hole, burning up, get your flame on People try and clean, man, but that's our minor Why? nothing, love it. Mm-hmm. And I hope you like it too. Bust mm-hmm. uh, on the side. We're to with splash, massive. We're in again, hardware crew. Yeah, backlash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ready again. Ready, again. All I've got is balls and words, don't break them for no one I cut through the bootish like a mark of a shogun For those not cutting it and moaning and muttering you got something to say then you should s- stop stuttering For now though, let's go, I have got the best flow I don't need riches, just enough to shop at Tesco's I'm in the next mode, I don't need a chain Don't need to get my neck froze, I ain't got the best flow i got some new snapbacks and some crepes though I wanna get the money fast, no checks though The race is on right now, the best flow Close, close, hear it. Younger list, we're obsessed You've never them boy, can't shake <laughs> me Off a thousand times, I taste me Nothing, I'm a white, i hate me Trust me, never gonna take me Not even if they try to bait me Ain't gonna be happening lately If to beat me, that's just a waste, see You can't make me, you can't end me Never gonna have a not end me Nothing try to offend me, I got myself to defend me Ain't gonna stop till I got 10G Multiplied by 10G That's right, I wanna get plenty I got bills <laughs> to pay and got rent, see I can't let my pockets go empty Keep jacking up Never gonna be a man jacking up Never gonna be a man backing up I got the move to the front, now backing up We got smacked up, you ready to go my jet 1, 2, come on let's go Don't you know who the road? Hyper mode to lose control I told you boy, I'm a be and b jungle soldier boy At a block bag my decoder boy You wanna test me and I'll show you boy They can't hold a boy, they can't touch the guy. When I'm on a mic i bring the vibe Come on, got my never die Trust me guy i never lie When I'm on the mic Ish. yes, misrepresent Represent. Get, get, I've got an angel on the left of me The devil on my right It's like my consciousness is mocking me It does it out of spite From the school of hard knocks To the past is now in session But I make mistakes, with And so I never learn my lesson Down the deep, deep, dark, dank depths of depression Regretting about the things that I'll forever be regretting Getting set to make it right i rip it up and then demolish it The irony of this is that I couldn't keep my promises yeah. Can you still understand this alphabet soup? Most
0: people do. Your brain automatically puts the letters back in the correct order.
3: We gotta sound like and evil You can judge a man's character by how to treat you What's your name, bro? Are you still trying to prove yourself? I don't even need to. I know it's game. I know the people, me and DMV Royalty feeling regal From the first to the last into the sequel I'm under siege, hard to kill Steven's <laughs> evil, I'm having shot i DMV, I am legal I can feel it in the air, yeah, being this evil Can't be yeah, call me evil B, I'm still highly blessed, me and Shabali too. I'm so high up in the clouds that I don't even see you You say you're flying high, but nobody believes me. you Even when I lose, I win, I'm unshakable Confident, unbreakable. Perfectly, every single, you will get will get get will get you will will get you will get this everything you will is then absolute weekend. Rappers, Rex, Paradise Club, Complex and a Rocket Jungle, Flash, Holloway Road, you can't knock it But even before then, started on Heart of M, Mad Ash, mc With Wicked and all of them With them, man, there, I have to show a ton of love First residency at the Channel Club The interface, internet, pirate radio Heart of Business Studio, that was crazy yo Saturday night, cool, ball globally Crazy J, Junior Buzz, Enter OD Every weekend come like a Reginald you know. Straight after the session go to jazz Beach. Oh, Though they were the best days eh? Now we shut down, what a pity That's your favorite adrenaline village in Sun City Blazers, light horns, whistles in and alightons Strungling soldiers, yeah, Stevie Hype How we make the whole UK rumble when we team up Sandals, the shop, couple beers getting lean up Fall out of the got a mention Barry Moondar, mm-hmm. slamming vinyl, down at Bagley From long time, we've been the leaders of the pack You can check Resume. That's how far it goes back, 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 back.
7: Briggity, my selector, and that's it. Shut down.
3: Misrepresent. J. Swift. Slice. No. DMBHQ. All day, all long. Cool London. Big it up. We're out.